0: super talk mississippi media production
1: moondog makers and bakers catering services taking ordinary to extraordinary personal and home private nights to massive events from wood fired pizzas to full gras. get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust moon crust and moon rocks hashtag what is moondog familiar food done differently
2: howdy howdy it's rhino here and i wanted to say thank you for listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi
3: everyone, and welcome to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert, along with Will East in the Element Wealth Studios. Morning, Will. What's going on? Well, you tell me. I'm just uh, sitting here trying to get my head around this weather situation we got. Yeah. Uh, What about that?
4: Beautiful weather all this weekend. Beautiful weather today. And then looks like tomorrow it's supposed to get pretty bad. And it's supposed to be pretty bad all day uh, from about 6 a.m. and just kind of moving east, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., essentially. Um, And the central part of the state, I think, is supposed to get the worst part of it, kind of like the center of the state. Hmm. uh, Center south, I would say. Uh, So anything from hail to tornadoes, we've kind of heard everything. And. We'll keep you up to date as we get more information.
3: Sounds like it's just the classic clash of air masses, right? Because it's going to be a little chillier behind that. I saw later on this week in central Mississippi a low of 39 at the end of March. So March has been just so weird as far as
4: weather is concerned. You know, we've had days where it got up to 85, and then there's days where it's been 25. Yeah. Um, And everything in between. This weekend was perfect, just gorgeous and now you know cold weather's coming back, and then we got storms coming in, it's
3: hmm. wild, yeah, so everybody, please uh, be aware, be weather aware and make sure you have a plan to deal with uh, whatever may come our way. I certainly hope that it is not as uh, serious as is being predicted right now,
4: yeah, and you know, usually March is the month where we just don't get that. Severe weather. Usually it's April. Yeah. You know, most storms I can remember, it seems like they came around in, in in April, the really, really bad ones. So I don't know whether this means we're going to get, you know, a lot of bad weather in April because we're already getting it right now, or maybe maybe Mother Earth is getting it all out of her system right now. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye, as you said. We've got uh, Attorney General Lynn Fitch on middays at 1020. We'll have an interesting discussion with the Attorney General, get her thoughts on... Supreme Court nominee, Ketanji Brown. I believe uh, the proceedings begin today as far as she being uh, confirmed up there at the Senate, the U.S. Senate. We'll see how that goes. That should be an interesting discussion. She'll also talk about her equal pay bill, the abortion lawsuit, and other matters of importance at the Attorney General's office. And then a, a treat for us today at 1120, Marty Stewart. Yeah. He, of uh, country music fame, is uh, going to be in the Element Wealth studio. He'll talk about his Congress of Country Music. There's an event happening tonight at the Westin. It is a fundraiser. I look forward to that. I'll be attending. I think I'm going as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, the
4: first thing I heard this morning was where's Marty gonna park his bus? We were literally out there trying to figure out where he's gonna park his tour bus. That's when you know you got the big dogs rolling in, is when you're trying to figure out where the tour bus is gonna be parked.
3: Yeah, our vehicles fit in one of the standard parking spots yeah. without any yeah. problems.
4: Yeah, so uh and I don't know what he's gonna be we're gonna put it on Facebook Live, but okay. I don't know what he's gonna be wearing. Marty Stewart is always never know. you know, big hair yep. and sequin jackets.
3: That's going to be fun. <laughs> I look forward to that. He's uh, he's also working on a book. We'll get his thoughts on that. Really? Yeah, that's what uh, I'm told. And they've got an exhibit coming up at two museums on May the 7th. He, he'll discuss that with us. And, uh, and you'll find out how you can help in some of the f- uh, fundraising as well. So that should be an interesting discussion at a minimum. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas hospitalized with an infection. He's not being described as COVID. He is uh, 73 years old. He's at the Sibley Memorial Hospital in Washington, checked in Friday after experiencing flu-like symptoms. This is the way the, uh, the court has described it. Said that he's on the mend, being treated with antibiotics, and that his symptoms are abating. So we shall wish him a swift recovery.
4: Oh, and the liberals on Twitter. Oh. Man, uh, this is...
3: Is it the Grim Reaper uh, Twitter?
4: Oh, they were chomping at the bit.
3: Oh, my gosh. It's crazy.
4: I saw one go as far as to see who else is on tap.
3: Oh, my gosh. So they're already putting a oh, shovel yes. in the ground on this guy. Yes. That is ridiculous. I God. saw one
4: that described it as, what a gift.
3: Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. A gift. That is nuts. Uh, wishing, hoping. Absolutely. That Absolutely. he exits the earth here. Absolutely. So they can, so Joe Biden can give us another nominee.
4: And it, he's also going to miss some oral arguments because the Supreme Court, I guess, is in session right now. Okay. And there's uh, <laughs> people up there going, you know what? What a great thing for America. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely.
5: <sighs>
3: this is, uh, I think, exemplary of. The moral decay in our culture, at least from the perspective of politics. And think about it. That's when I think government has become, and courts, too powerful. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't matter. I mean, if you want to be technical about it, if you think about the vision of our founders and our founding, it just should be sort of irrelevant. Yeah. But. Unfortunately, we have conferred, I think, way more power to these bodies than was supposed to be. It was envisioned, and everybody sees the Congress, the presidency, the courts as their cudgel, if you will, to achieve whatever their objectives are, and usually those are just so radical in nature and and they know that it doesn't really fit the mainstream, so let's just get government to do it, yeah, and impose it on everyone else. I mean, and I I'm rambling a little bit, but doesn't it feel that way? Like, why it well, of, of the
4: three branches, the 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 judicial branch was always the least politicized, not anymore, but not anymore.
3: I agree. And that's the point, is that why should that matter so, so much? It really shouldn't. It's not supposed to be. It's like, this is the Constitution. That hasn't changed. And that's the way you're supposed to... to um, They're adjudicate. supposed to interpret it. Right. It's their, their job. But we, it's just turned into a, you know, what do they call them? Lawmakers in robes sort of deal. And that's what has happened. And that, in fact, we're going to be talking to A.G. Lynn Fitch about that with respect to Katanji Brown, who has the present nominee, who has some uh, interesting thoughts, shall we say, about crime and criminals, and um, in, in particular, uh, there's some interesting background, I just leave yeah. it there, that she has, that we'll get into. Uh, but, you know, the other thing that's going on is this inflation stuff. Whoo! You noticed how much stuff's gone up at the grocery store. We went grocery shop. I
4: was going to tell you this. We went grocery shopping yesterday, and my wife and I we we always set a goal. This is how much we're going to spend.
3: That's pretty hard.
4: <laughs> we put it at fifty dollars. We just buy for the week. That's all we ever do.
3: Fifty bucks. Okay. Fifty
4: bucks. Hmm. It was one oh three.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You can't get a couple of meals for fifty bucks now. It's at, at home. So there are. The predictions that, uh, from those in the industry and economists, that we're going to continue to see a rise, mainly because of Ukraine, which is a big supplier of grain and corn in particular, mm-hmm. and at this time they should be putting corn in the ground, they ain't. So take their 13 or 14 percent of the total corn crop, I believe I got that right, in the world, off the market. And uh, there, there's also predicted to be shortages of fertilizer. I'm hearing farmers talk about the... We've
4: been hearing that for a little while, yeah, yeah. It just keeps creeping up and jumping up in some cases.
3: So they say it's going to get worse with the Ukraine situation. Now, that, I think, is something you can lay at the feet of Vladimir Putin, because he's the one that invaded the nation. But, but it's everything. It's an
4: orange. My wife, they were making something yesterday, and it needed an orange. One orange. How much you think it one orange, one single navel orange is? I don't know. Dollar seventy
3: nine for an orange? One orange? I kid you not. So if you were to do some fresh squeezed orange juice, I guess like a quart would cost you what, fifty <laughs> bucks or something? I don't know. That is crazy. One seventy nine. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break right here in the Element Well Studios on middays, kicking off a brand new week. Please stay weather aware, everyone. Bad weather expected to move through uh, the state tomorrow. But coming up next, Lynn Fitch, the Attorney General of Mississippi, joins us in the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back.
2: This is Dennis Stevenson.
8: Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff at Spillway Diner.
1: Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
3: You play that Dwight Yoakam because we got Marty Stewart coming in? Uh, no, I got a bunch of Marty Stewart songs <laughs> I'm about to play, though. Joining us now in the Element Well studios on middays, the Attorney General of the great state of Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. General, thanks for coming in. Always good to see you.
9: Great to see you. Good morning.
3: Well, we got a lot of stuff going on. We'll get right to it. Uh, today, I believe, the. Uh, I think it's the Senate, starts uh, hearing testimony from uh, Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown, right? And it starts today, right? Those
9: those hearings start today. Okay.
3: And uh, she being the first African-American female, I believe, nominated to the high court uh, by uh, Joe Biden. And I'll, I'll talk about that later. But first of all, there have been some questions, I think that is a safe way to state it, about uh, Judge Brown's judicial philosophy, which is essentially what is uh, is to be considered in the one of the matters to be considered, one of the aspects of the individual, and uh, some of that has surfaced. I'm not sure it was widely known. I certainly didn't and, until she got nominated to the SCOTUS, and now lots of reports have been written about her. So, what are your thoughts about uh, Judge Brown?
9: Well, we'll definitely be watching her hearings very closely. We'll see how um, she answers the questions. Um, I I think that's going to really demonstrate what type of jurist she might be, how she might sit as a justice. Um, We'll see what her temperament's like, and certainly her philosophy will come out. Um, So I think these are very important. I think it's going to be very key for all of our senators to be very engaged in this hearing uh, with her. But I have to tell you, I'm really troubled about her her record on sex offenders. And I I really like to spend a few minutes talking about that, Gerard, because she served um, certainly as a judge, and she was also a member of the United States Sentencing Commission. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very important serving on that commission. However, her position was, uh, as a member of that commission, was that if you just viewed or if you shared child pornography, it should be viewed as a lesser crime. Well, that is horrific to even think that that should be a lesser crime because the, the child is victimized time and time again. Every time you show that picture, that's an abuse of that child. That child has to relive. So there shouldn't be anything lesser about that crime. It should be all about the predator. Um, and clearly, um, the evidence shows that if you engage in child porn, you are more than likely to be guilty of some type of abuse. Um, recently, there was a study done in North Carolina. And so as they interviewed these predators, the, the ones that had child pornography who had viewed it or shared it, they originally said, before they were incarcerated, that... Um, as they were convicted of possessing child porn, they only admitted to hands-on of a prior offense and some type of abuse of a child at 26%. But once they were incarcerated... They changed their tune. They said, oh, by the way, uh, 85% admitted to not only possessing child porn, but also engaging in some type of other hands-on abuse of these children. Um, And I think that's really indicative of what we're seeing from the left. Uh, The left um, have really become apologists for sex offenders. Unbelievable. And time and time again, we see that reported in the media. We see that in their interviews. Um, and it's all done at the expense of these victims, and it's done at the expense of the, the safety of the public.
3: Mm. It, it just is uh, something I've been saying on the program now for a while, is that it, it feels like that the goal is to decriminalize crime. <laughs> it's where kind of we're headed. You, you look at these woke uh, DAs across the country, probably the the two highest profile in that category, Gascon in L.A. And uh, who is it in, in Manhattan? The name escapes me, but the Manhattan DA. Yes. Uh, anyhow... Um, they just seen Alvin is his first name can't remember the last but anyhow they they both seem to be more concerned about statistics of of uh, which races get convicted and incarcerated and more concerned about that than they are actually well if you did a crime it really doesn't matter and we're supposed to uh, supposed to dispense justice in in a blind fashion is the way we do it here uh, in this country but I just wonder if that has played in any way into Judge Jackson's pattern of just allowing these, these uh, uh, child porn offenders off the hook, totally. She has a history of doing that, being called out, by the way, by Senator Hawley from Missouri on the Judiciary Committee there, and Senator Barrasso for Wyoming as well has made some rather critical comments about her, her history there. The bigger thing to me is I don't have a problem with obviously nominating anyone to the Supreme Court uh, based on uh, their, their race or their gender if that's what he wants to do. I, I just think we've got to focus more on their qualifications. She doesn't seem to be a qualified person at this point. That's the concern I have.
9: Well, look, I totally agree. When it gets down to protecting predators versus protecting the victims, that's just unacceptable. Yeah. So I'm certainly encouraging them to, the senators, to take a hard look at her record on how she has treated, as a judge and as a member of the United States Sentencing Commission, these predators and how she's overlooked the value and the dignity of these children that have been victimized time and time again. And, you know, as we talked about it, it's become uh, apologetic for the. Left side. Um, Most recently, you know, we have the American Law Institute, and what they do is they provide revisions um, to the model penal code. Hmm. Um, Time and time again, states adopt all of it or part of what these revisions might be, because again, you you hope that it's all been looked at it from an overall perspective, and this is good language to go into our respective states' uh, laws. Um, So, very highly regarded. However, most recently. They have gone down a totally different path. Um, What's happened is you've seen the ALI. Who is a bunch of ivory tower elitist, um, <laughs> academics who've never dealt with a victim, who haven't prosecuted a crime. They haven't been dealing with, uh, the offender. So they don't understand the, the complexity of what goes into these sex offender crimes. And so here's what they did recently. They made some provisions and they are taking a tremendous leap backwards. And, and here's what they propose that we should take a lesser, crime offense towards sex trafficking, sexual assault, abuse, and exploitation, sex offender registry crimes. So they want us to take a step back and not go after these individuals. Um uh, we, on the other hand, as Mississippians, we use these laws to protect sure. our citizens, our children, our victims. And they want us to turn the other way and go for a lesser crime. And, you know, just to give you some examples of what they've done, mm. they, they really are making it easier to prey on children. But here's what they propose, Gerard, just a couple mm. of examples. Well, first of all, they want to totally neuter the sex offender registry. They, they don't even see the value in that. Mm again alarming that they would even propose that but here's an example the ali proposed that incestuous, incestuous sexual assault is only a respectable offense when the victim is under 16 so that means 16 year olds and 17 year olds have no recourse so what happens to those individuals the predators there they've taken advantage of these these young children And now they have no recourse based on what ALI thinks should be promoted. Here's another example. So they said um, promotion, uh, patronization, complicity in sex trafficking should not be registrable offenses.
3: (laughs) Amazing. So what is their rationale for all all these positions? Do they offer a rationale for this? I mean, I don't get it. So here's
9: what I think they're really looking at. They don't want to stigmatize okay. these sex offenders. They, but it they is don't a stigma. View, it, it is. <laughs> I agree. They don't view viewing child porn, mm. having child porn, doing any of these other things um, to be a, a, a problem. So they want to move away from that. Um, I, I led a coalition of 37 attorney generals against opposing all these changes that the ALI was trying to do and so we had some dialogue with them um, they still took a bad path they didn't accept our changes even though you've got a bipartisan group of attorneys general going this is wrong we're talking about we need strong laws to go after these predators to protect our children and yet they bypassed us and they're coming up with in um, May having their full meeting and I can tell you I'm going to get another coalition and we're going to continue to go after ALI
3: that is just unbelievable uh destigmatize something that really is just the height of horror certainly for any parent in this country
9: well, our right. job is to protect exactly. these individuals, and they're it. taking that away from us.
3: Attorney General Lynn Fitch is our guest in the Elmo Well Studios on middays. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, some of the legislation that you're, you're working on and get an update on the abortion case, the vaccine mandates as well. That would be great. That, that is coming up after this break. Stay with us.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day, partly sunny conditions, high near 77. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 60 degrees. A 90% chance of showers for your Tuesday, high near 76. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely under mostly sunny conditions, high near 73. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
8: For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right. Free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors. Mirrors cut to size and install. Picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations too in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services,
11: 601-605-4443. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. (laughs) we <laughs>
12: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Tornadoes are possible for a large portion of our state tomorrow. There's a significant risk of severe storms across parts of Louisiana and Mississippi. The highest risk is in central Mississippi, damaging winds of up to 70 miles per hour. Large hail and tornadoes are possible with this system. A line of showers and storms will likely develop ahead of the cold front, creating a lot of instability. Flooding is also a concern as the rain could be heavy at times. Just be sure to stay weather aware. The Jackson Mayor, Lamumba and the Jackson City Council's case will be heard in court at 2 today. Special Judge Jess Dickinson, a former state Supreme Court justice, will be holding a hearing in Hines County Chancery Court to address the motions to intervene filed by Waste Management. To read the full story on those disputes, you can log on to supertalk.fm.
11: It's time to take a road trip down to the coast For CPR Fest Twenty Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum Saturday, April 2nd Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down Live Three Doors Down With Cedar Plus Bad Flower
0: You're listening to Middays with Gerard, Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
11: Boom, 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 boom. Wanna shoot your right head down? at all your feet. Take you home with me. Would you in my house Boom, 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 boom hmm mm-hmm, hmm i love to see you walk Up and down the floor Back
3: in the Element Well Studios Super Talk Mississippi middays. Go to MyElementWealth.com or call or call 6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income growth and guarantees. We're in the studios with uh, Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch. So, General, you got uh, you got a high profile case coming up here at the Supreme Court, the uh, the so called Dobbs case. It is what it is. Ter- how it is termed. And uh, that deals with the, uh, the abortion situation in uh, this country, and, and you're, it's, uh, the days are counting down, shall we say. This is going to be a landmark case, of course, and you are um, leading the effort. You're front and center on that uh, in the state of Mississippi as a result. June timeframe? Is that right? Yes,
9: it, you're right, George. It is a monumental case. Uh, it's exciting time. It's it's wonderful that Mississippi is leading the calls in this regard. Uh, it's going to change the dynamics across our country, not only in our state when this case comes down. We suspect it'll be the end of June before they render their opinion for the United States Supreme Court. That's the end of their term. And usually with very volatile or um, high-profile cases, they'll wait until the end of their term before okay. they release it. The... Yeah. Now, if we were to get our That'd be great. I suspect, though, it will be the end of June. But it's been a very proud moment for us as Mississippi to lead this case. Uh, We've had so many partners, so many other states engaged. It's just been incredible. It's been an entire plan um, from the time we got that case to where we are now. And I'm very grateful for everybody that's been involved. And and truly, we could feel the love and the prayers and the support as we worked through the whole strategy on getting to December 1st to argue the case. And now, as we're in second phase, because, again, we still are messaging on why this case is important, the significance, what will happen, what do we need to be doing as we prepare for mm-hmm. the, the changing of this case. And I'll tell you, the, the Supreme Court, they're, they're looking to see what Mississippi is doing there's no question about it so certainly as we all know 50 years we've been sitting there with no abortion policy making decisions given to the states. so when they give it back to the states we need to be ready i mean things have changed in 50 years and we need to be changing as well so when you give it back to the states what are some of the things that we could and should be doing that are so key to how we'll react when when scotus gives us those rights back Um, well we have to show that we're being supportive of women because you know know the whole nexus of our case is empowering women and promoting life that you didn't have to do one or the other that you could certainly do both and i think that's been very key i mean things have changed in 50 years maternity leave paternity leave flexible schedules and on and on but they're looking for other things to see what the state of mississippi is doing as far and, and what other states will do as well you know we've been working with susan b anthony list and we're the pilot program right now we also are working with many of the crisis pregnancy centers across the state and we're working with them to help them strengthen what they're doing mm-hmm. how they support the women how they support them getting back into the workforce training upskilling them uh giving them opportunities helping them with child care i mean it goes on and on and we have got to be showing support for these organizations um and now, beyond this safety net, we've got to have some hard conversations yeah. in our state. Uh, this includes talking about child support. You know, women for too long have borne the financial responsibility of the children. We've got to have laws in place that allow the child support to be um, in place for these women, these children, and the mechanisms to enforce it. Uh, Again, the women should not have to bear that cost primarily uh, from a financial and economic standpoint. Um, we also got to talk about foster care. We've got to talk about adoption issues. Again, another hard subject. But we have precedence. Precious children who need to be adopted, who would thrive. We've got loving families ready to take them in. And so we need to be prepared to make that happen as well. We we need to talk about um, the foster care system. We need to prioritize these children and, again, putting them in with these families that will help uplift and empower them. We even have to talk about financial literacy, something we've talked about for a long time. But number one uh, for women in poverty and financial education right here in the state of Mississippi. So we need to give that information to these women, help them, uplift them, change the dynamics. Um, so we have to empower. So I say that to say all that is the nexus of empowering women and promoting life of the Dobbs case. And it goes back to one of the biggest pieces of legislation we have right now right now percolating. We're so close to getting an equal pay law in the state of Mississippi. That is so exciting. The momentum is there. Um, We have people across the state that are Uplifting, talking to their senators, their representatives. And I'll tell you, it's the first time we've ever gotten this close. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I really appreciate uh, Representative Cockerham, Senator Wiggins. They have led the call. So we've got two bills right now, Senate Bill 2451 and House Bill 770. And it's going to conference, and they are very close. And I am so grateful for their leadership, for the support of all the others that have stepped in to make a difference. And this will be the year to get it passed. And that speaks directly. To the state of Mississippi and us empowering women.
3: Where do we stand relative to the other states in the country with respect to an equal pay bill?
9: So we are the only state in the country that does not have an equal pay bill. And that is significant, Gerard. That says right now, women, we don't think you're as important. We don't think you're a real tapestry of the workforce of the state of Mississippi. So if we change that, and and let me remind you, we have a 27% pay gap in the state of Mississippi, 27% pay gap. National average is about 19%, but here's 27%. That absolutely is so critical and helps us uplift and change uh, where we are in the state of Mississippi. We're going to lift women out of poverty and, of course, who lives within their children. This is going to help with the brain drain. I mean, we've got so many wonderful college graduates, and we want them to stay here. It also helps with businesses. An um, uh, equal pay law will attract new businesses and also complement the existing businesses. So this is such a win-win, and, and I'm really excited that we're almost there. And I encourage all of the listeners to please talk to your representatives and senators. Show your support for the equal pay bill. Show your support for women uh, in, in the state of Mississippi.
3: Yeah, so are there are there some companies or, or are there some individuals that have come to you general and said, you know, if, if this goes through it, it could change me or change the way we operate our company or individual employees say it could it could change the way that pay is approached within my company. Is there some that have, have uh, brought their concerns to you about that?
9: You know, they've not been concerned. You know, we've done such a good job over the last few years talking about the significance, the importance of having equal pay. And when all of the other business communities across the state have embraced it and they've seen the positive avenues from having an equal pay law, no, we're getting more. Oh, uh, we're excited. Okay, We're ready to move forward. Uh, the business community, I mean, just thinking about the impact that it'll have across our state. Yeah, uh, I just am because it will certainly show to women uh, that you are empowered and you are every bit as important as everyone in the state of Mississippi.
3: Yeah. Uh, And we're the only state that doesn't have. So explain to uh, our listeners why this is important and how this relates to the Dobbs case, because that's really the, what's, what's critical here.
9: It is. So in the Dobbs case, we very much our theme as we ask Roe v. Wade to be overturned because it's a rule of law question, and we ask those decisions to be returned to the states. So as we do that, every state needs to be going, well, what are we doing for women? How are we empowering women? Yeah. Well, as I just kind of gave you some of those other issues, whether it's the child support or adoption or financial education, Equal pay is so critical because that will say to the United States Supreme Court, they believe in women, they have stepped up, and they are going to be uplifting and empowering these women because those children live with those women as well.
3: Because has that not been something the left has used uh, rather effectively, I might add, as a rationale for abortion
9: they have i mean for 50 years it was like we well, have to pick one or the other you couldn't have the office if you wanted to have children and so the reality is when you have 49 states who have adopted equal pay there's a whole different model of thought about how you can step in and help these individuals and their children
3: yeah all right so back to the dobbs case what are the possible outcomes from the supreme court
9: Well, it could be any number. We feel very confident that it's going to uh, certainly be returned back to the states uh, because there's no constitutional text that allows them to keep the Roe v. Wade intact or Casey Planned Parenthood intact. Um, So when they first look at it, we expect they're definitely going to say these are rule of law issues that should be returned. Um, We we are hoping that we get a complete overturn. Hmm. They could do some parcels some in between but um we feel very good that they're going to look at it and we're going to have a very strong win in june
3: but the bottom line is if if you do uh succeed and prevail with this strong win you can effectively reverse roe v way yes i mean that's the outcome right
9: isn't that a, it's exciting yes and mississippi right here mississippi led the way
3: Hmm. Appreciate your efforts on that. And thanks uh, for coming on, General. Always good to see you and hear from you. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you more because uh, the time draws nigh, as they say, for the Supreme Court to get to hearing the case. Uh, I know you guys are working hard, getting ready for it as well, you and your team.
9: We are. Again, a whole strategy in place until we get to the opinion, and then we'll be ready to go with next steps. So.
3: Great to see you. We'll talk soon. We'll be back in the Element Well Studios on Middays.
1: Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy go units with maintenance free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in gluckstadt or online at binnelson.com.
10: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaways has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaways has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaways has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Calloway's Turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
11: Everything for home is good. That's what Callaway's is.
5: This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange May Cotton was up four fifty-one to one thirty-one thirty-seven. July cotton was up four thirty-two to one hundred twenty-seven thirty-five. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up thirty-three and three quarters to seventeen oh one and three-quarters per bushel. July soybeans were up thirty-five and a half to sixteen eighty-one and a quarter per bushel. May Corn, was up eighteen and a half to seven sixty and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up eighteen cents to seven thirty and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile June live cattle was down forty two to one thirty six sixty five. August live cattle was down ten cents to one thirty seven fifty. May feeders down one sixty seven to one sixty five seventy seven. August feeders down one forty five to one seventy nine twenty five and at the open the Dow Jones down one hundred ninety nine points, thirty four thousand five fifty five. I'm Dixon Williams and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
8: When you're spraying dicamba, you need it to be effective, but you also need it to be convenient. That's why Loveland products create a new Delta Complete, available exclusively at Nutrien Ag Solutions. Delta Complete offers both a DRA and VRA, plus water conditioning, a D-foam package, and a molybdenum inclusion to aid nitrogen uptake. It's the complete one-jug solution that's completely convenient, too. Ask your Nutrien Ag Solutions crop consultant about new Delta Complete. Always read and follow local guidelines and label requirements.
3: remade that song? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Very famously. Uh the Bobby Fuller four, like from the sixties or something, you know? They a very along. appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we appreciate the Attorney General coming in uh the studios here on midday. So once again, the weather. I'm just looking at some updates on that and how that is sort of striped the state in terms of the the risk for bad weather tomorrow looks like the the uh, most severe risk is kind of on a line that would extend east to west uh, across the state. Just um, above the city of Jackson and south of that is the more uh, severe risk, right? Yeah. Uh,
4: they call that a train.
3: Yeah. They call that. Okay. Trucks
4: on through but yeah, uh, yeah that, that's what they're looking at right now uh this is supposed to be happening tomorrow uh, of course it'll impact louisiana and then alabama um but mississippi looks like it's going to get the brunt of it um uh, so we're expecting it to start about 6 a.m and then go till 6 p.m as it kind of traverses across the state so there's a lot of places that are having um uh, already issuing flood warnings uh just as a precaution just so that you can be aware, but that's what's happening right now.
3: Yeah. Okay. So everybody needs to be uh, heads up with the weather coming through, and then it's going to cool off a bit. Yeah, it gets down to, what, 39, something like that? That's what I saw um, in the forecast, like for Thursday evening or something to to that effect. I should also announce that uh, today is my son's birthday, turns 30 today. Like sure you
4: make you feel old?
3: Yeah. My daughter's 32. My son's 30. You're not supposed to say that, right? But when you're <laughs> a 30s, you can yeah, – nobody cares.
4: At some point, you know. Yeah. It's
3: just a number. Just, it's just a number. But uh, happy birthday to him. Very proud of him. Uh, it's something I did not uh, touch on Friday because I didn't really feel up to it is Friday marked uh, 42 years Uh excuse me, 46 years, 46 years since I lost my brother. My only sibling was 27. He uh, served his country in the Air Force, member of the elite strategic air commander in Vietnam, and had uh, executed num- a number of missions, actually, where he was behind enemy lines and was... Uh, quite the the airman and uh, he was discharged honorably, of course, as a sergeant but uh, the Strategic Air Command was a pretty big deal back then. It was a black belt and karate. It was for self-defense. Yeah. And anyhow, he returned from his service and uh, set his home up here in central Mississippi. He'd met a uh, young girl at the time in California, Marysville, California, which is where Beale Air Force Base, big strategic uh, air command base. He was he was based there. He met her. They married and um, set their home up here. She had uh, a couple of years after they were married experienced a miscarriage, and then he, at the age of twenty seven on a day that looked much like yesterday, kind of a nice spring, March day, began experiencing chest pains and drove himself to the hospital, and within an hour was gone. And it turned out he had an underdeveloped heart, um, a birth defect, if you will, Mm -hmm. It was just never discovered through all the tests in the Air Force. Didn't have all the kinds of diagnostic tools you have today, as they did back then, but uh, never discovered, and anyhow, so he drove himself, never came back um, she about six weeks after that experienced another miscarriage oh. and uh so at the age of twenty eight she had lost her husband and had two miscarriages in the span of about three years mm-hmm. and uh, moved back to her uh, actually moved to Washington state and lived with uh near her. Uh, sister. Never uh, really wanted to come back here and wanted to kind of erase this. Don't blame her for that whatsoever. It was tough on my parents. I remember that. And to me, for some extent, we've not had any contact uh, since then. By her choice, she just wanted to kind of erase that. Have kind of looked her up a little bit, as you can, on the Internet. And it appears that she remarried and has had a couple of children, adult children now, very successful And uh, no ill will there whatsoever. Completely understand it. But anyhow, 46 years this past Friday uh, for for, uh, my family. And my son turns 30 today. So we'll take that uh, as a positive note as we exit uh, this hour. Just wanted to share that. Felt like I needed to. We're in the Well Studios on middays. We got some more to to talk about. Got some text rolling in on the ceasefire text line. Marty Stewart joins us at 1120. Looking forward to that conversation. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090.
10: News. I'm Lillian Wu. Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson's confirmation hearing for the Supreme Court is now underway.
4: Each of the 22 senators on the Senate Judiciary Committee are expected to make opening remarks. This afternoon we will hear from Judge Jackson. The first round of questions will take up several hours tomorrow. But senators expected to focus on Jackson's judicial philosophy, previous decisions and opinions offered as a public defender and member of the U.S. Sentencing Commission.
13: Fox's Gerald Halpern, COVID
10: health experts keeping an eye on a new surge in the U.K. Driven
7: by the highly infectious Omicron subvariant variant BA2. BA2 is also driving a surge in parts of China, which over the weekend reported its first COVID-related deaths in more than a year.
10: Fox's Jonathan Suri and workers go on strike at a ref- owned by Chevron in
13: California. America's listening
0: to Fox News. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
6: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi
1: Madison Sellers, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Sellers Premium Wine and Spirits, Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center.
12: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Every day lawmakers fail to obligate the $1.8 in ARPA funds our state is receiving from the federal government. Inflation forces the price of these projects up, and the value of that money goes down. That's the line from the Senate, who claim the House is holding up their plans over passage of their proposal to phase out the state income tax. As Senator David Blunt explains, federal law requires that the ARPA money be allocated by 2024, and it has to be spent by 2026. And we don't
3: need to waste a year and not get this done. Forty-six other states have allocated their money. We need to allocate our money. If we leave in two weeks... Without having allocated this money, are we going to lose it all? No. Are we going to have wasted a year while inflation
1: makes everything more and more expensive and, and not address these vital needs?
6: I'm Kelly Bennett.
12: Gas prices, not only in Mississippi but across the nation, remain high. But the average per gallon in the Magnolia State is dropping slightly. As of today, the average cost for regular in Mississippi is at three ninety three. Compare that to a week ago when it was at three ninety nine. If you're in or around Tupelo and looking to fill up, you're in luck. Four of the five cheapest places in the state are there: Sam's Club, Walmart, Murphy Express, and the Dodge's store. All have regular fuel for under three fifty three. For a full list of the cheapest gas in Mississippi. Log on to supertalk.fm. The first weekend of SEC play has concluded, and while Ole Miss was able to come away with a series win, Mississippi State was not. The Rebels took two of three from Auburn. The Bulldogs lost the first two games to Georgia before bouncing back with a 20-3 win on Sunday. Whether both teams remained ranked or not will be found out later today when the latest D1 baseball rankings drop.
3: back, everyone, to Midday's Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Wealth studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Appreciate everyone joining us today. So William and Brandon says, can you, with time permitting, Explain in layman's terms what an NFT and a TIA is. <laughs> uh, I appreciate the question, William. <laughs> I the, wish I did. The problem is it takes a lot of time. So, we, uh, real simply, n- a non-fungible token NFT is uh, really just a way to leverage blockchain, and, and so is uh, so are TIAS as well. Um, those are more of a form of cryptocurrencies, uh, a decentralized, it's what's called a decentralized finance coin, is what a TIA is. Uh, and so they're, they're tokens as well, they're digital, they're, they're processed on the blockchain, on blockchains I should say, not the blockchain, because there, there are uh, many different blockchains. But a non-fungible token, it, it's really just a, a digital store of value, and investors in, just trade them back and forth. And it can be anything, as you guys have probably seen, from a work of art to a piece of real estate. It's not really the real estate. It's just a digital <laughs> representation of it. And it's crazy how people just buy and sell these things, non-fungible tokens, uh, NFT. And they're, they're unique. They can't be replaced with something else. That's why they call them non-fungible, by the way. It can't be sort of mixed up as opposed to being fungible, where you can kind of trade one for another, and they're the exact same thing. But I don't know. It's, it's hard to get into all the details of that. Uh, TIA tokens are a little unique. Uh, they're, they're sort of a form of... Of cryptocurrency, they're considered to be a hedge, somewhat against inflation. They're deflationary cryptocurrency. The supply decreases with time. It's kind of interesting how those things work. Uh, My recommendation is, unless you really want to dig into all of the gory details of that stuff, be careful making investments in uh, TIA tokens or non-fungible tokens. It's just shocking to me. How that has um, uh, kind of become such a uh, a popular mainstream thing amongst certainly amongst those that are familiar with blockchain and digital uh, types of currency such as cryptocurrency. Hmm. They they claim that uh, they being the the uh, proponents of TIE tokens that they're. Uh, Really, there's there's transactions on the chain, and they're split between reflection, what they call reflection. I think it's rebalancing and burn. Well, I don't want to get into all the crazy details of that, but there are fees associated with those three aspects of the transaction, and that's how TIA tokens are bought and sold out there on the exchanges. I think LCX is one of the big exchanges for, as I recall, for... Uh, decentralized finance tokens is what they're called in in uh, of course in the UK it's decentralized spelled with an s as opposed to a z um, where the centralized is uh, spelled there it's just and it's also a way to borrow to save to uh, to lend crypto as well that's what these things are kind of derivatives of crypto anyhow more than you probably wanted to know uh jennifer in braxton says thank you for sharing your story on your brother gerard today marks a year uh my son took his life at age 18 because he couldn't shake off the marijuana addiction he was a camp shelby youth he was a camp shelby mississippi youth graduate so sorry to hear that jennifer And uh, thank you for sharing your story as well. Thank you for sharing, Gerard. May the glory be to God. It's a beautiful day to reflect on your brother and your son's birthday. I appreciate that. Yeah, I thought about saying something Friday, but I just didn't feel up to it, honestly. And hard to believe it's been 46 years since that occurred. And Gosh, I'm well aware there are a lot of people out there listening are watching that, uh, too, have had tragedy in their, their homes and in their families. And God bless everyone. Uh, you, you never know, as, as people are aware, uh, what kinds of uh, situations that folks are having to deal with. And certainly we had our share of tragedy here, right here on this program, with the great J.T.'s passing. Hasn't even been a year yet, uh, last uh, late July. Uh, that uh, anniversary of that will be coming up. So we uh, we all have to deal with that sort of stuff. And uh, everybody kind of processes it differently and deals with it differently. So, uh, yeah, the Dow, by the way, down 147 today. And uh, the NASDAQ down as well, oil up. I am really worried, and I know you guys are too, about this inflationary spiral that we – have going on and and i see the democrats continue to say that it's not joe biden's fault it doesn't really matter honestly you can say whatever the heck you want fact is people attach their personal financial situations they just do right or wrong to whoever's in office at the the president's level in particular Uh, they uh they run those two together you can say whatever you want you're not going to convince them and the fact that they're out there saying it constantly suggests to me that they know he's got some culpability certainly his policies do this helicopter money we dropped all over the place over the last two years and the Republicans are sharing in some of that as well obviously big chunk dropped onto the economy all because of COVID I think in retrospect now we know that the lockdowns were they were dumb then they're dumb now and The lockdowns, of course, are what uh, precipitated the the, uh, helicopter money. Now we're seeing all kinds of, imagine this, fraud in those programs that is costing taxpayers, of course. But more importantly, just this infusion of trillions of dollars, about 30% of the money supply in the last two years. How could you not expect to have uh, inflation? We had this enduring unemployment benefit situation that uh, the President Biden and the Democrats insisted on passing and acting right after he took office. That, that bill, of course, signed early March last year, and that extended enhanced unemployment benefits, which when you pay people to not produce, you, you produce inflation. That's just economics money and banking 101. That's the way that works. Uh, it's not hard to figure out so we had that and uh, all these other, all these other showering of money the child tax credits and child care credits and and, uh, and it and it created a, an environment where latest report I saw from government websites about 61 percent of households in this country paid no federal income taxes none highest ever. Uh, because of all the, the credits and and uh, transfers just offset any possible tax liability. So people ended up getting money net from the government, not sending money to the government in terms of taxes. Um, and that just caused this tremendous imbalance that we have in this country. And you've got – you may have seen this. You and I talked about it earlier today, uh, Will. Bloomberg. A writer over there oh man <laughs> made some suggestions of how to uh deal with inflation what did what did you see in in the list of suggestions there well, so
4: Bloomberg put out this the the news organization put out this article about how to deal with inflation how should you as the common person deal with inflation if you're making less than three hundred thousand dollars a year how should you deal with it and it just shows you how out of touch these news organizations, especially, are with the common people. Uh, they listed a couple things that you should do to fight inflation. Number one, um, eat lentils instead of meat. <laughs> now, I know, I think I know what a lentil is, but I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I don't consume them on a regular basis, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Maybe that's just me being a dumb redneck, but there you go. Uh, they said put off chemotherapy for your dog. I Remember that dog that. you got during the pandemic? Because a lot of people did it—you know—get dogs during the uh, pandemic, during the lockdowns. Uh, just you know, get rid of that dog, or at least forego chemotherapy if that dog gets cancer. These are the things they listed to deal with everyday inflation.
3: Unbelievable! And then it just sounds so out of touch. Take the bus. I think that was another. Take the, the bus. bus. Take the That's bus. right.
4: That's what you—you know—if you're driving from Houston, Mississippi to Tupelo, take the bus. <laughs> Uh, Don't buy in bulk. Yeah, don't buy in bulk. Don't go to Sam's Club.
3: (laughs) It is incredible just how out of of touch they are. Um, (laughs) Somebody said, well, they should have suggested they eat the sick dogs. Marty Stewart in the studio when we come back. Stay with us.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day, partly sunny conditions, high near 77. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 60 degrees. A 90% chance of showers for your Tuesday, high near 76. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely under mostly sunny conditions, high near 73. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
10: for free shipping.
1: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk
0: Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi.
14: i still
3: got one old bridge I need to burn Teacher Welcome back, everyone. Midday, Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Wealth Studios. Joining us now, we're so honored and pleased to have Mr. Marty Stewart, country music uh, singer songwriter artiste extraordinaire <laughs> hi Gerard it's great to have you Good sir. To be on your show man yeah it's uh it is just so awesome to finally get to meet you have been a fan and you're uh you're quite uh uh we're gonna claim you you're quite the Mississippi treasure I love Mississippi
14: uh I left here on uh, Labor Day weekend when I was like 13 years old yeah. to go to Nashville just for the weekend, and it turned into a job, but I never surrendered Mississippi in my heart.
3: Well, you're awesome, and uh, we appreciate you, you coming in and being with us here on uh, a Middays. I'm just looking here, you and I are the same age, uh, roughly, mm-hmm. so um, same year. How, about How come that? you look
14: so much more rested <laughs> <No>. and prosperous?
3: <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, all right, so the Congress of Country Music is something that you are really spending a lot of time on and working on. Tell us about that. I fell in love all
14: over again with the legacy, creative legacy of our state about 20 years ago. I pretty much checked off all the boxes when I left here as a kid that I wanted to do. And I thought, well, for the rest of your life, you better live up to what you want and believe in with all of your heart. Yeah. And I fell back in love with our state. And I started on the campus of Ole Miss. Uh, Dr. had at the time gave me the run of the place to just have us figure out the next part of my life. And I realized that no state on earth – No place on earth can boast and claim the creative legacy that this state has. No doubt. We have that in spades. Whatever we don't have, that makes up for it. And I thought, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to telling, preserving, promoting the creative legacy of our state. Hmm. And I started looking for ways to do that. And uh, the first thing, I think the last time I was in the studio, Phil Bryant and I came, uh, and we were promoting getting the Historic Country Music Trail up off the ground. And so we have, I think, 36, 38 markers in the ground now and headed toward a whole lot more. Uh, but I have this collection of artifacts, like 20,000 pieces of Smithsonian level country music treasures. I did not know what to do with them until I played an Indianola one afternoon with B.B. King. He invited me up to help him raise funds for the B.B. King Museum. On the way out of Indianola, I thought, okay, I think I know what to do. I want to go back home to Philadelphia and stage the spiritual home of country music. Because if you look at the state, the spiritual home of rock and roll is Tupelo, Elvis's birthplace. The spiritual home of the blues is B.B. King's place. The Grammy's now on the campus of Delta State. North State zipped up great world-class uh, meridian has the max but we don't have a spiritual home for country music so that's what we're working on in philadelphia
3: well i have seen the brochure and the renderings it's just awesome martin well it's world-class and um
14: the world's going to come here to see it it's it's not only a local and state treasure but it's a national and international treasure that people as they do to come to the state to see you know where music comes from
3: yeah And and though Nashville is widely considered, of course, to be kind of the the heart of country music, Mississippi is blessed with incredibly talented and successful country music artists. This is the land of Jimmy
14: Rogers. He is the father of country music, Radio Mississippi. He is the man, the man. And um, people will come, you know, they talk about, you do have Tammy Wynette, Charlie Pride, Marty Stewart. On and on. Steve Azar, on and on and on. And the beauty of it is it's not just the past we're talking about. There's people, Hardy, you know, young guy from Philadelphia as well. He is blazing right now. Hmm. And so it keeps happening. That's what I love about it. It keeps happening.
3: Yeah. All right, so we've got an event coming up tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, downtown Jackson at the West. And what's that all about?
14: Haley Barber and Marcia. Uh, jumped in and chaired this thing. So we're raising funds for the Congress of Country Music. We're uh, way down the road. We have Phase 1. is pretty well done. We're renovating the Ellis Theater now. That's the cornerstone of our campus. And so we're just you know the deal from here forward. It's about sticking your hand up and light. saying, please. And so who better than Haley to help us out? So we have Uh, Folks coming from Nashville to play music and all kind of events happening tonight at the Weston Hotel.
3: Yeah, it should be fun. Looking forward to uh, being down there as well with the group. Glad you're coming. Yeah. uh, Looking forward to it for sure. So, uh, all right. Also, you've got uh, something else going on at two museums coming up in May, right? It's called The World of Marty Stewart, 50
14: years worth of uh, traveling and living. And I think the exhibit runs for pretty much a year. And I'm so honored that uh, they're going to do this. And so uh, they've been over to Philadelphia where everything is archived several times. We've worked and helped them curate this. So it's it's a world-class exhibit.
3: Wow. That ought to be uh, exciting as well. And the two museums, you've you've been there, of course. They're beautiful.
14: It's unbelievable, isn't it? It's absolutely unbelievable. And that's the thing, people in the outside world, more than anything else, and you know this, you know this, they don't understand how deep and wide and forward-thinking and beautiful and wonderful Mississippi, and Mississippi people are. And places like the two museums just help spell that
3: out. Totally agree. And it it, it uh, I, I know you're a person that obviously you've traveled all over the place, and you run into people. And uh, you represent us so well. You're such a great ambassador for the state. But there's a misconception out there about Mississippi. But it's, it's um, held by people who've never been here for well, the most part.
14: A perfect example, my buddy Dan McGinn. If you if you look up honoryourhometown.com, it is a campaign that we're working on. Ken Burns, yes. myself, and Dan McGinn started Honor Your Hometown. And it is profound who, who showed up to do this. Dan McGinn had never been to the state of Mississippi. He's 67 years old. This goes back to last spring. So he flew his little bird down to Philadelphia, and I picked him up and showed him the Neshoba County Fair, the Choctaw Fair, Out on the edge of town, uh, the marker where the three civil rights workers were honored that were murdered in Philadelphia in 64. Then showed him Philadelphia, and Philadelphia people took him to Williamsville. And he said, I am one of the most well-traveled people in the world. I have never been to this state. And he left here in total love. And I finished him off by sending him home on his Learjet with two bologna sandwiches from Williamsville. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. But, I mean, it's, it's the people. More yeah. than anything else. No doubt. It is, the, it is the genuine love of the people and just the authenticity of the people. That's what draws me back time and time and time again. And just when I think I don't have time to come home it's when I need to come home the best, yeah. because it re inspires
3: yeah. me. Well, that's awesome to hear. Uh, but do you not take a, a little bit of a sense of pleasure, Marty, when when people do are introduced or they see it firsthand and their attitude totally changes? Like, well, we try to tell you. I remember, in the early seventies, I, I was playing
14: in Lester Flatt's band, and Lester was a well loved, revered Grand Ole Opry star. Sure. At the end of his career, but we played one concert at, at Michigan State University. It was the weirdest thing for kids that buy uh, talent for their colleges. Yeah. It was Lester Flatt, Chick and Coolin and the gang, and I'm gonna they're going to laugh <laughs> us off the stage. But we got out there, and the kids got it. And we encored like nine times in 45 minutes. And the next day, Lester was booked on rock festivals and college campuses all (laughs) over America. But when we would go to those kind of places that they had never heard bluegrass music before, and you could just see these kids in the front row not knowing what was hitting them, and it was like almost a conversion in church. It's like, man, I just want to go say, go ahead and let it into your heart. Isn't that awesome? And when it happens, it makes such a difference in your life, you know. And I feel the same way about Mississippi. When people finally get here and see the truth, you know, then leave because there would be too many people here if you all come here and stay, you know?
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a well-kept secret in that uh, respect. And good folks like you, they get out and tell the story and, and uh, bring people here and expose them uh it helps us a, a lot and we just got to keep doing that that's the main thing and you do it you obviously do
14: it through your music well i love it and you'll see tonight that you mentioned nashville i love nashville sure. it's been so good to me but nashville the country music industry that I, that i joined when i was a kid was a, pretty much it was a, it was an industry but it was a mom and pop industry yeah and that is no such thing. That it is It is a global blue chip industry. You billions of dollars flow through the country music account. Sure. But there's no place for kids who have traditional country music in their heart to develop and to touch the, to touch the real stuff. I got you. And so that's one of the things I love about this state is if you're going to play the blues, you can find it here. If you're going to I play got country you. music, come see us.
3: All right. That is fantastic. Marty, it's been great having you in the studio. Thank you, Gerard. You, uh... Again, you are a Mississippi treasurer. We we are proud of you, sir, and look forward to seeing you tonight. Back at you. Thanks for coming. Marty Stewart has been our guest here in the Element Well Studios. Middays will come right back. Stay with us.
14: From the poor
11: side. Down.
2: Mississippi to Mississippi, (laughs) there are actually
1: a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just
2: the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your
1: corner, member FDIC. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year two hundred fifty. 1,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march in the spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See the for details with the approved credit on Slice Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at
6: Albritton's.
11: Quality and value go hand-in-hand at Albritton's.
1: Britain's I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at GatewayMission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi.
12: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Every day lawmakers fail to obligate the $1.8 billion in ARPA funds our state is receiving from the federal government. Inflation forces the price of these projects up, and the value of that money goes down. That's the line from the Senate, who claim the House is holding up their plans over passage of their proposal to phase out the state income tax. As Senator David Blunt explains, federal law requires that the ARPA money be allocated by 2024 and it has to be spent by 2026. And we
3: don't need to waste a year and not get this done. Forty-six other states have allocated their money. We need to allocate our money. If we leave in two weeks without having allocated this money, are we going to lose it all? No. Are we going to have wasted a year while
1: inflation makes everything more and more expensive and, and not address these vital needs?
13: I'm Kelly Bennett.
0: Bring it on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi.
14: It comes from Mississippi and down in Alabama. Creeping like a fever all across the land. From deep in the Delta on the Louisiana shore. The people got to have it. They want to hear some more
6: it's So he'll be the rock with the drum
11: playing the guitars like from a gun keeping up the rhythm steady as a clock Doing a little thing the
3: the great Marty Stewart bumping us into this segment there ain't no mistaking him when he walks in <laughs> no sir <laughs> really appreciate him coming on what a great uh, personality and great interview he was and looking forward to the event tonight and I, I tell you this Congress of uh, Country Music that he's working on, it is incredible. And I never really thought about it, the way he put it, that kind of have North Mississippi sort of covered, but he's trying to bring something. Uh, center. And, of course, we well, was born in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? So, he yes, was. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said, gosh, we're so blessed in this state with amazing talent, uh, certainly in the, the musical world. And you don't think about it as much, I guess, because Nashville gets all the attention in country music, but you think about the talent that came right out of here. Just it's incredible. amazing. It is incredible, especially when you consider how small our population is, relatively speaking. And the same, of course, could be said for um, writers, authors, obviously, uh, sports, Absolutely. Um, celebrities, and, and sporting figures. We're just... Uh, We're a a, a very... And I think a lot of that, honestly, is a function of the diversity of this state. And though I know those on the left and those outside of the state like to throw rocks and stones and belittle and demean our state, they ain't ever been here, the vast majority of them. Never been here. Don't know it. When they come, their eyes are open, they're blown away. We're not perfect, but I still maintain that We get along better than any other state. I really do think that, within uh, our three million or so population. And we are, in fact, in terms of the balance by race, we're the most diverse state. We're the closest in terms of balance than any other state. We had to figure out a way to get along. We wouldn't have made it otherwise. Yes, we have stains in our past. Of course we do. And we should reflect on those in proper perspective, but we should also take stock in some degree of comfort in the amazing progress we have made. Why We just never talk about that. We always talk about the negative, the bad, the stains, the marks. It should be. It should be taught. It should be understood. Despite what the Democrats think about this recent bill that passed by our legislature, it's called anti-CRT. It's really not. Very simply, the bill says, you can't teach that one race is superior to another or one is inferior to another. It's really all it says. It doesn't prevent the teaching of our history, which includes the warts and the stains, but the classroom should also include teaching of the abundance of positives about our state, our country. That way, way outpaced the negatives. But gosh, if you if you listen on a regular basis to the left in this country, you think this country's just one big failure, just a giant failure. Nope, we just never we're never been exceptional, never been. Remember that <laughs> Barack Obama? We've we've never really um, a- a- achieved any greatness. We're still far away from that. I I dismiss that. I reject that notion totally. You can do that and still acknowledge those challenges that we have to work on. Of course we do. We're humans. God told us that, did he not? God said, you're going to fail. You're flawed. You're a human. Your job is to, while on earth, to Be the best human you could be. By the way, here's a guide for how to do that. It's called the Bible. So, I don't know, it just seems like we seem to lose sight of the positives. We dwell so much. And all too often, it's for political gain. It's for political expediency, which I happen to think is the ultimate selfishness. You only care about beating that drum of riling up the ranks, you only do for your own personal political gain, and it's—I don't know—it's bothersome, my view. And we don't—we uh, don't talk enough about the positives. Marty Stewart is a positive for this state. How can you deny that? I
4: mean, what did he say that he decided that he was just going to dedicate the rest of his life to promoting Mississippi? Is that kind of what? Pretty much what he said. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing.
3: I thought so as well. And so he's a person that has been blessed. He admits it. He's been blessed by the state, by his industry. And and so he's giving back. That's yeah. what good people do, and there are plenty of them that do that. Plenty of them. We just don't seem to give uh, much attention to that, unfortunately, in our, in our country. And this country, this state. We're just incredibly blessed with uh, with a lot of really, really good people. Anyhow, on the soapbox a little bit, and that's fine. Uh, sometimes you just got to do that and point out. I, I I get frustrated on the bad rap we get as a state. I just do, having traveled all over the country. and But once you meet people and they see and they come here, their attitude totally changes. So people form these opinions without really doing their own investigation, and and nothing goes further and is more effective at influencing opinion than one's senses, and when they see it, and they witness it, and they feel it, and I, I enjoyed bringing people from all over the country in here when I was in business, and, and uh, you know, don't mind telling you, I, I like to boast about it. I like to poke my chest out about the state, and our community, and our people, and they would witness it, and we take them out to eat and go out and about, and they'd meet our customers and our team and just blown away. Couldn't – just didn't expect that here, right? And it's like, yeah, we know. We we know you don't think that about us, but when you what get did you here – you
4: tell me one time you said that you went to a meeting somewhere, and they found out you were from Mississippi, and they wanted to know if you owned a suit or –
3: yeah, that's when I was first out of school. and I was working in California and and our, uh, the dress code at the firm I worked for, you had to wear a suit every day, back then in the early 80s and yeah, they asked me, and they were serious. Did you ever own a suit before you went to work for the firm? And uh because
4: you were from Mississippi.
3: Right. And and these are people in California that and they were being innocent about it. They just didn't know, but the other the other thing was, did you how many cows did you have on your farm? That's their idea of a farm is cows, you know. Um, and um, another common question, because of the time frame, was are all the all the police officers like Smokey and the Bandit? <laughs> it's because Hollywood, yeah, you know, had influenced them, and that's what they saw. And uh, of course, it was also widely believed that if they came here in a vehicle and, and it had an out-of-state tag on it, you were immediately and automatically going to be pulled over, detained, investigated, etc. They did think that. But again, that's just part of, I I think, what these perceptions and misconceptions that, that just get a life of their own. And you would think things would change because of the advent of the Internet, social media, and just widespread distribution of information. But some people just refuse to I guess acknowledge that, because you know what? Because they want you to be like that. They they want people that they disagree with, if you, if you understand what I'm saying. They they want you to fit the mold. They want you to fit the profile, because it sort of validates as to why they dislike you or, or or have contempt for you. And then they don't want to find out you're really not like that, because it, it just tears down their narrative. And what, to some extent, uh, kind of floats their boat, anyhow. I did want to say that uh, we were talking about the Bloomberg article where, <laughs> where that fool suggested that wrote that article that uh, you should substitute lentils for meat, right? Yeah. My wife texted in and said lentils are hard beans like red beans. She just wanted to pass that on. You and I didn't know what they were. I didn't know what- I'd heard of them before, but I didn't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. Maybe if we would get rid of our state income tax, Mississippi could open session in recording studios open season. I'm not sure what he says there, Ben from McGee, and recording studios and be competitive to Nashville. Oh, yeah. I hear you, Ben. Uh, we're working on trying to get rid of that income tax, and that would be... Something, I think, in our favor with respect to the other states, there's, there's uh, lots of chalk and chatter about that whole matter. I, I still see it as uh, now evolving to kind of the same level of, uh, of profile as uh, the medical marijuana debate was. And it seems like we've got the House and the Senate that are pretty dug in in their positions on this matter. And I'm not sure, honestly, what's going to happen. I really don't know. I think we may have um, some representatives from both sides in on the programs, uh, Paul Show, this show later on in the week, and we'll get their take on it. But it's something we're keeping an eye on for sure. Big debate here in the state of Mississippi: income tax reform. We'll take a break right here. We got another segment uh, from the Element Well Studios Super Talk. Mississippi Outdoors comes up uh, at noon. Stay with us. Middays will return.
6: Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com/benefits. Family. They're definitely family in that clinic.
10: Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that. A family. It was just and every time I go in it's just like they're so nice and they just they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure,
13: but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876.
5: This the midday agri-market report. The wet season is winding down in central Brazil and is falling off rather rapidly in March. Southern Brazil and Argentina are still finding some weather systems moving through the brink showers, but they will be spottier on heavy amounts. Corn in Brazil and both corn and soybeans in Argentina will face additional dryness challenges through the end of the season. Outside of a couple of stretches of better rainfall in South America since spring southern brazil and argentina have been very dry and crop conditions have suffered the soybean harvest in southern brazil has passed the 68 percent mark and first crop corn harvest has passed 75 percent according to the department of rural economics in argentina the crop is a bit farther behind the buenos aires exchange estimates as of march the 17th early planted corn is about 28 percent mature and seven percent harvested while soybeans are 28 percent mature but have yet to harvest I'm Dixon Williams, that's Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
10: I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming.
7: Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot.
11: <laughs> I-,
7: I think he's having a nightmare. No. This is
8: part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes
4: closed.
1: Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages,
0: zero injuries. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Days with Gerard Gibbert. Keep
11: rolling. Three, two, one.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
11: Little things, like the way you kiss. Little things that I can't resist. Little things make me feel so fine. Got to have your loving, honey, all the time. Little things, ooh, when
14: we touch. Little things. They mean
3: so much. never me blue. I Welcome back to Midday Super things. Talk Mississippi, live from the Element Wealth Studios. On the C Spire text line, ask the AG when she is going after the people that owe the state for money they got from embezzlement of TANF funds. I'm not sure what the status is of that. I will say, though, that I think most of the parties involved in this don't have any assets unfortunately to pay back to return those funds we'll see and again i'm not sure if the ag is involved it would it certainly would be if it involves of state money but most of that's federal so i'm not sure how that shakes out from a a, uh, a justice perspective in a in a case law perspective Mike from Ridgeland says, We need a law about accountability on how child support is spent. My ex used the child support for cruises when it stopped. So did the cruises. Hmm. Kevin from Baldwin says, Not happy about the Attorney General, I think it's safe to say. And uh, her interview this morning says, The child support laws suck. They're set up for women to use the system to get out of working. It's nothing about the kids. It's all about women using the welfare system. Hmm. Rhett and Ridgeland, my dad was in the Air Force and in Vietnam from 66 to 68. This is related, of course, to the story I told about my brother who served at that same time. Maybe they met. Sorry to hear about your brother. I lost my brother three years ago. Happy birthday to your son. Appreciate that, Rhett, and thank you uh, to, uh, to you for your dad's service as well. In Vietnam, Another, honestly, a period of, of dark period in our history, uh, the Vietnam War. I think most people would certainly acknowledge that. What a mess that was. What a mistake it was. We got nothing out of it. Lost, I believe, 55,000. Unbelievable. And these folks were just going off to serve their country, do their duty. Many drafted into service to do so. Interesting. Paula Meridian says, shaking my head, people are still wearing masks driving down the road in their car alone.
4: I saw one yesterday.
3: I don't think that's going away with some of these people. They're like married to it. It's a, it's a, So I read a report about how on many college campuses, there are a lot that, first, they want permanent mask mandates on some college campuses. And and this is the students. And a lot of the students are, continue to wear masks. They're mad at people that don't. And they're saying that it... The theory is it's like a sign of I care more than you do. Yep. And I'm doing my part. Virtual signaling. Yeah, it's it's big-time virtue signaling of the day, I guess. So crazy. Uh, I hate it. And I, I think I told the story about you know being at Disney and seeing the parents with no masks and the little kids with masks, which I wanted so desperately, so badly to say, take the mask off the kids. It's child abuse. I mean, it really is crazy. Uh, but... So they're again they're theories about. Some people are saying it 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 um, like provides a protection mechanism, like hides their face. People can't see their facial expression. They like that, or maybe they don't think they're attractive, and putting a mask on, they think kind of shields, you know, the way they look. I mean, it's just all kinds of so of theories about this.
4: And none it of really it really is. I, I was watching some March Madness this weekend. The stadiums filled with people. They're cheering. They're screaming. Players out there playing, sweating, screaming. Yep. Coaches, but you got cheerleaders, and you got the staff.
3: They're having to wear masks. And mascot. I think I saw the the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Notre Dame's <laughs> <laughs> with a mascot. Oh gosh. Keith Vaden says, not only is everything as high as hell, I've lost two thousand bucks from my four hundred one k. Man. I know. Ken says, most poor poor people don't listen to your show. They're busy trying to eat and pay rent. Well, I'm not sure what you're saying there, Ken, but do you think that only poor people, and I don't know how you define poor people, work to eat and pay rent? I, I mean, there's not a lot of people out there that don't have to work to live. There are retired folks, of course, that are on fixed incomes that are all getting... Bamboozled by this inflation, mm-hmm. many of whom are on fixed incomes, but vast majority of people out there are working so they can eat and pay rent. So it's totally disingenuous, I believe, Ken, to say poor people don't listen because they're having to work, as if people that aren't considered poor don't work. Not many people in the prime of their life to get to a point where they just don't have to Hang work. Hang on,
4: boys. We're almost done. I got some lobsters back there. We're going to sit around drink champagne and eat lobsters as soon as we're done here.
3: Oh, my gosh. So that's just not true. I can But appreciate the text. We are out of time here on Middays. Super Talk Outdoors coming up next. We'll be in the studio tomorrow. Stay safe. Stay weather alert, everybody. Until tomorrow, thank you for joining us. God bless.
11: A
0: Super Talk Mississippi media production.